Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. It's That's How I Roll. We've got a great episode for you, including some social media updates. The hotline is here and a new segment, a brand new segment. All that and more coming at you. That's how I roll. Let's get it. Buckle up. It's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. That's me. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to That's How I Roll. It is me. It's Jeremiah Isley. I'm your host here at the podcast that is about the games we play and the lives we live. And I got, I don't know, I I feel like it's a streamlined show today, but I feel like it's a good one. The feedback loop is alive and well. I've got a new segment coming up. I'm calling it five for the drive. We'll see if that name sticks, but it's a pretty cool segment, I think. And of course, we're going to get into word on the street here in exactly two minutes and 20 seconds. So before we get to that, a couple things. Hey, if you're digging the show and you're listening, especially like on Apple Podcasts, hitting that rate, give us those five stars, write a little review, subscribe. Those things help other folks find it. Of course, you can share the show with your friends too. Sharing is still caring. I don't care what anybody says. Also, you can uh, find us out there on the socials, on uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Theology of Games. We've got a Theology of Games Facebook group, which I honestly almost forgot about. It's been, we've been neglecting it, but we're not going to do that any longer. So get out there, check that out, uh, hit us up on the socials. And I discovered this week, I remember like a couple, two, three episodes ago, I said, Hey, Oh, you know, we didn't use, you know, the, the theology of games hotline sat dormant for a while and Google took it away from us. Well, it was a different hotline number. I've got like so many things going on, but that number I did lose. The good news is Theology of Games hotline is still alive and well. So if you want to call in and answer questions or respond to something that I bring up during the show, I'll put you on the show. You can call the hotline and leave a message and bada boom, bada bing, you're in the show. Also, if you're listening on Anchor, I'm hosting the show on Anchor right now. You can actually use the voice message feature right within the app and and leave a voice message. And again, I'll drop you into the show and it's like the coolest thing. It's like you're on the radio, right? So how do you do that? The number is 216-352-3864, 216-352-3TOG. And that is how you can get a hold of us. And you can you can text that. Like if you just want to text me something directly, you can hit me up there too. So really excited that that's back. So thanks for joining us. We're going to get into the word on the street. 
I got some big news to share with you about uh, other endeavors of mine. We'll just say it that way right here, coming up right now on Word on the Street. You know what I like about this music is I record late. It's like pushing midnight right now. So like I get these jams going and I'm just grooving in my chair. Uh, it's really great. Anyway, <laughs> it keeps the energy going. It keeps everything moving. So here it is. Word on the street. couple big things. Actually, I mean, I'm making the announcement after uh, or I guess before this this gets published so like you know it's that whole time what is time thing with the uh the old internet and, and podcasts and all that anyway a couple things i am working on uh a couple of a couple of tiktok channels right so a uh, tiktok is uh, Here's the deal, guys. I know, I know. I, I, for years now, I've been like, oh, TikTok is for middle schoolers or people who don't have anything better to do with their life. And I'll never get on it. I think it's dumb. I don't want anything to do about it. Well, here I am. I'm taking this, this marketing course online and they are like, if you are not marketing your podcasts or your brand or your business or whatever on TikTok, you are missing out on a huge sector of, you know, possible people that would want to listen or hire you for whatever or buy your product. You got to get on TikTok. So I'm getting on TikTok. So here's what I'm doing. The first thing is, I'm really excited about this. My show Cryptic that I do, which we just finished season two about a month or so ago, and we're getting ready for season three. But in the meantime, we're doing our first ever visual, I guess, experience for this show. And it's going to be via TikTok. And it's actually going to be a choose your own adventure. So in that show, the characters, Cole and Julie Kurtz, are our protagonists. They have inherited the family business of uncovering secrets and legends in Ohio. And, you know, there are so many legends here. It's Grassman, which is our, our version of Sasquatch or Bigfoot, uh, the, the Mothman, the Loveland Frog Monster, the Lake Erie Monster. There's a serpent mound down in Southern Ohio that is this big indigenous people's like burial ground. Like there's all these like weird, cool things. So we are going to do with this TikTok thing is we are actually doing a, a choose your own adventure. So we're going to post one video and we're going to start off the adventure and then everybody gets to decide what happens next. And then we'll post the next video based on the comments and the decisions that are made. And then we'll post the next video based on the comments and decisions made. And we'll go through this adventure all together as a shared sort of communal experience as the majority sort of sways which way we go in the adventure. I am so excited about it. Uh, Adam Hoffman, who writes the show, and I have been working on it for a good week now, just really honing in 
those decisions and sort of making flow charts on like, well, if this gets picked, then, you know, what happens and how far is this branching off? It's very, very cool. The other thing that I'm going to do is personally, I did some math a, a week or so ago and I have worked on uh, over 750 podcast episodes. So if you count the shows that I do for Theology of Games and then all of the client work that I do and the audio dramas that I've produced and all that stuff, I've done over 750 episodes of various podcasts. Uh, I've also been working in the audio industry for over 20 years now. So I am going to create on my own personal channel a set of uh, a set of videos that are like podcasting 101. I haven't given it sort of the name yet, but I've I started mapping out the things that I want to cover in in these videos. And I'm going to help people that want to podcast or maybe you are podcasting and you just have questions and you don't know who to ask or where to go or maybe you're a little too embarrassed to ask somebody. I'm just going to put it all out there, really easy to digest, little 60-second videos. Very excited about all of that stuff. So check those out. If you're on TikTok, look for Cryptic Podcast or look for myself, Jeremiah Isley. I'll put those links in the show notes as well so you can find them there. So that is the word on the street. If you're on TikTok, like I said, please look me up. I'd love to find you. My accounts are very new, so I'm still looking for people to follow. Love to follow you. Love to connect that way. And uh yeah, very, very excited about this new project. And there's so much more going on, guys. I actually have some really cool stuff to talk about with Cryptic, but I can't just yet. If you want to learn more about the whole TikTok thing with uh, with Cryptic, though, uh, I am doing... Well, never mind. I did it last night, <laughs> the night before this published. <laughs> that old time thing happened again. So I think it's about time to get to this brand new segment, which is called Five for the Drive. That's right, Five for the Drive. And actually this segment came because I've been doing these marketing things. I started messing around with Instagram Reels, which is basically like a Instagram sort of knockoff, you know, like, oh, I mean, you know how like Instagram and Facebook do. They're like, oh, somebody else's uh, platform is super, super successful. How can we leech off of that or just how can we copy that? And so Instagram did that with Reels. It's a little 30 second thing. You can kind of do camera tricks with it and stuff like that. And so I've started doing some of those. We started implementing that on the Theology of Games, uh, the the Theology of Games Instagram page. So you can go over there and look at that. I've had a really good time. Sort of like, hey, here's a here's a category of games. Here's some of my favorites. Boom, 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 and it's fun. I try to be funny and that kind of thing. So I said, you know what? I actually like kind of doing this. Uh, I don't have a lot of like new content to review right now because I am not getting a lot of new games and I'm not playing a lot of new games and game night's kind of wonky because I'm doing D&D but you know I'll get back in that rhythm where I'm actually playing board games and D&D sort of every other night but you know I thought 
I have this collection of like, I don't know, 500 some games. Let me go through there and, and, and talk about these games again and the ones that really stand out and the ones that I haven't offloaded. So this week I'm talking about card games. So the the topic is, you know, favorite card games. Some of the, the ones that have withstood the thinning out of my collection, the ones that have withstood, you know, some of them I lost back a few years ago. Actually, it's like almost four years ago. I can't believe that. Uh, almost four years ago when we had the house fire and I replaced them because they were like, I got to have these games, right? So here we go. Five for the drive. These are sort of in no particular order, but I guess I'll kind of save like one of my favorites for the last. But I can't talk about card games without talking about the original stinking, (laughs) very, very first deck builder, and that's Dominion. So Dominion, the theme is boring. But it's so good that even despite the boring theme, I don't think I've ever played it with somebody that didn't like it. My wife plays it with me. She loves it. We, you know, we play two player Dominion a lot when we have a time for it. And so we, Dominion, you can't talk about card games without that. And then actually, I'm going to just rattle off these next two that come up are also deck builders. And honestly, ah, probably my top three deck builders. Yeah, I mean, Star Realms, right? Star Realms, if you can learn three icons, you pretty much know the game. It, it It's very easy. It adds a combat element, which is really fun and different for deck building. And... Uh, I, it's just it's just so good, you know. You can really just buy the base game and and go. And then they came out with that. Uh, what is it? Frontiers or Colonies? I think it's Frontiers, where it's like the a new version of the base game with just all new ships and all new cards and everything. Solid, great game. The next one, like I said, is another deck builder. It's Thunderstone Quest. Thunderstone Quest is. You know, I went from Star Realms, which is like a small box and you're good to go. Thunderstone Quest is like 75 pounds of cards and a board and miniatures and all of that. And it's still, and it is just as equally fantastic as the others. I really, really love Thunderstone Quest. It's a great, great deck builder. Very much more involved. Tons of cards come in that box. And you can just continue to cycle new setups and new sort of quests that you go on with this thing. Fantastic game. All right. So that's number three. Number four is Valeria Card Kingdoms, which is sort of an engine building game, which means you're, you're buying cards off of the table. And as you have your turn, you roll your dice. And every time you roll a dice that matches a card that you have, you get the benefits from those cards, whether it's resources that you can buy more cards with, or you can go battle other cards with. There's so many sets for this game and they're all great. Like everything just keeps adding to the game. I really love Valeria card kingdoms. And the last one, which again, this is, this is probably my favorite of all of them because this game is like top three for me of 
all games of all time. And that is the Lord of the Rings living card game, which is sort of like this century's version of collectible card games, except it's not collectible. You just buy expansions and then you have all the cards and you can build your deck to play. But Lord of the Rings is very cool because it's a cooperative experience. And I love that you cooperate, you go through quests. It's almost like role-playing, but very much not as, as deep as a role-playing experience, but you are going on adventures. So I just, I love that game. I've played it a ton and it's really, 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 really good. All right. So I don't have a sound effect for it, but we're going to get right into the feedback loop as we continue on. Oh, I've got some music coming up for it. I'm sorry, but (laughs) I thought I had less time than I did. Here we go. We're going to jump into the feedback loop. So there's my five for the drive. Dominion, Star Realms, Thunderstone Quest, Valeria Card Kingdoms, and Lord of the Rings Living Card Game. Those are some fabulous, stinking card games if you're looking for something new. And now we're into the feedback loop. I forgot my whole program schedule, but no, here we go. So I actually went out a couple days ago on the Facebooks, on the Twitters, on uh, Instagram, asked the question, what's one of your favorite card games? And here's what I got. I got, I'm going to go over two responses because uh, well, just I, I played the one a lot. The other one, you'll understand why I'm bringing it up when I bring it up. So first one, Liz asks if Euchre counts. Of course, Euchre counts. It's a card game. You play it. But I will say this. I'll say I have grown to be a little, I guess, let down by Euchre. I can, I can play a game of Euchre. I've been playing so many other games for so long that when I play Euchre now, like I go back to it, I'm like, okay, here's what's in my hand. I can tell you if my team or the other team is going to score the point or not for that hand. Now, maybe they can score two points and I couldn't predict that, but I pretty much know who's going to get that point. Meh. Okay. The other game is Race for the Galaxy. Mark wrote in and said, Race for the Galaxy. I just looked on my shelf before I came in because I was like, I don't, I haven't played that in a long time. And it turns out that the house fire we had a few years ago, Race for the Galaxy did not make it. So I just got some flea market money. That game is going to be back in my, I got some store credit now at my local game store. That game's going back in my collection because it is fantastic. And I really, really want to play it again, especially now that Mark brought it up. So there it is. Hey, like I said, If you like the show, if you're enjoying it, get out there, rate, review, subscribe. Of course, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those places. Thanks again for listening. I'm out of time. I got to go. And if you're not cool with that, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm Jeremiah Isley, and that's how I roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in, and drive safe.